Hi, my name is Monty Rowland. I'm coming to you today from Sanford, North Carolina, and I would like to spend a few minutes talking about the next step in developing our communications plan for our CERT group. So we've been talking about different options and have we've had a couple of meetings and and also there's a I guess a placeholder, a draft version of our communications plan with a whole bunch of ideas and thoughts and frequencies and what ifs. Now what we want to do is to do the brainwriting session of this project. So brainwriting is very simply where you take a challenge question, specific questions and buckets, and we'll talk about what those are in a minute, and use those as a framework to help drive your creativity to come up with ideas for our communications plan. So kind of rolling back a little bit, our communications plan is what we use in two different circumstances. One is that where the CERT team is deployed. And so we're on site, we're helping with an emergency or maybe an event. But And so that plan, the deployed plan, we're going to assume that we have infrastructure, we have power, we probably have cell phones, and we're in a limited time engagement where the team is providing some sort of assistance, either in an emergency or it may just be a big event. So we've got a, a mix of folks that are ham operators, non-ham operators, and that matters because of access to different frequencies and equipment. And then we've also got different levels of uh, communications, uh, knowledge, training, and experience. So what we want to do is we want to create a plan that addresses that typical deployed situation. And then also, if there's a longer term situation. So maybe like that is what like what happened in Moore County where the power's out for four days. We're not going to be deployed for four days. But we may be needed in a situation like that. Maybe it's two weeks. Could be a month. So the other part of the plan is how do we communicate in that difficult situation. So now brainwriting is where you sit down and start jotting ideas just by yourself. And so I would suggest that you capture all those ideas, even crazy ones. So it's always important to not judge your ideas when you're doing brainstorming. The reason why is that it hinders your creativity. Once you start judging your own ideas or somebody else's, either way, the creativity basically stops because in a way, brainstorming is this intimate thing where you throw out, you have to trust someone to not ridicule your idea because maybe it's not a great idea. But the quality isn't maybe isn't there, but it may lead to a great idea. So, for example, you may have a situation where you say, well, let's give everyone ice cream. You go, well, that's kind of silly, but it came in your head. That may lead you or someone else to say, well, should we just buy everyone a radio and then we all have the same radio? So the buy everyone a radio suggestion is 
that's not such a bad idea. Then you all, we all have the same radio. When we're deployed, we grab one of the same. It's pre-programmed. It's good to go. So this is an example where buying everybody ice cream, which has not a lot to do with communications other than smiles, turned into a situation where we now have a, an actionable idea. So it's important to throw those ideas out because your brain operates at a lot of levels. And sometimes you have to iterate to a high quality idea from a lower quality idea. So you have that crazy idea, write it down. I would also suggest that if you have some sticky notes or index cards to write each idea down on an index card that works better than a sheet of paper because once you pull that index card away from your where you're looking, then it's kind of out of mind. Whereas the sheet of paper, you're constantly seeing the other ideas and that can constrain your creativity. So then what we'll do is to on each um, post-it note or index card or sheet of paper in a list form, like I said, let, list form is less preferred, but well, each idea will be from one sentence to three sentences. So that you want to keep it simple just enough so that everyone goes, I got it. If you want everyone to buy, if you want to buy, if your idea is buy everyone ice cream, that's three words, buy four, four words, buy everyone ice cream. That's all you need to put down. Don't need to specify where, that's the detail we can figure out. And so buy everyone ice cream, write it down, move on to the next one. The next one may be um, watch TV. Well, okay. What does that mean? You know, so you maybe elaborate a little more. Watch TV to look for cert um, emergency message. So it's kind of an arbitrary example, but but now we've got a a short description of what that idea is. Get that down, write it down, record it, move it away, and go to the next one. So I'd encourage you to spend maybe a couple of thirty-minute or one-hour sessions and write those ideas down. Capture those ideas. And then, if you'll send those to me uh, before the event, I guess I can start making a list of those ideas and start capturing and make sure that we're ready at the event to, um, to post all those. So what we'll do is when we get to our brainstorming event uh, next month, we're going to post those ideas on the wall, on the on the whiteboard we're going to post those everywhere and we're going to put them in buckets and then that way we're going to organize those so the list of buckets i created includes deployed communication communication between certain community ham communications non-ham grid down beacon slash one-way communications digital communications and improving situational awareness those eight buckets We'll use an addition, a initial way to organize these thoughts. So when you have an idea, we've put that idea in a spot on the wall with other ideas that are similar. I would encourage you to use those buckets as well as a way to give you a spread of ideas. So that way you go, well, here, it was, what does grid down mean? What's an idea in grid down? Which grid down is one of the buckets on the list I'm publishing. Well, and then that gives you a starting place. Well, oh, grid down, that means do we have power? Well, if we don't have power, how do we communicate? So that way, 
giving you some kind of areas where you can innovate and, and come up with ideas. And you don't have to develop those areas, but instead you can jump straight to working inside of those areas. And there may be other areas we need to innovate, so don't let that constrain you, but the buckets give you a starting point. The same thing for the challenge question. Challenge question is, how do we create a workable plan that allows the CERT team to communicate within the team, with local authorities, and the community in an emergency? So that's kind of what we want to accomplish, is this plan that does that. Then we have some specific questions. Like, for example, one of them is, how do we communicate with all CERT members, HAM and non-HAM, during the deployment? So there again, that gives you an area to kind of focus some of your ideas. And then after you use these questions to generate those ideas, then you can organize your ideas into those buckets. When we do our brainstorming, one of the things we'll do is we'll have this in, in a couple of different phases. One is that we may have, a, we'll have an introductory section where we throw out some teaser ideas. We'll have a brainstorming session. And the brainstorming session, we have one of the things that's very, very important is that we're not going to evaluate ideas. We're going to listen to an idea. We're going to write it down. We're going to record it. We're going to go on. There again, once we start evaluating ideas, we stop being creative. So we want to maintain that creativity. At the end of the brainstorming session, we're going to stop and we're going to then evaluate ideas. There'll be a clear point where we stop generating new ideas for the most part. There may be one or two generate after that, but for the most part, we're done brainstorming. We're going to evaluate those ideas. We're going to vote on those ideas for the purpose of prioritizing them. And then we're going to assign action items from that for re more research or dig into this, dig into that. And then that'll be our next session. So you can, now you have a better idea of kind of where we're headed with it. But we're going to take the efforts you do brain writing, where you're writing down your ideas individually by yourself. And you may ask other people questions. It's not like it's closed book, but this is generally an exercise you're going to do by yourself. Write down those ideas, record them, and then we'll bring those into our brainstorming session, which gives us a head start. So now when we go into our brainstorming session, we've taken your ideas, and then everybody can build on those ideas. So there again, it's an iterative process. You may have an idea that needs some development, well, somebody in the room may be able to iterate on that, develop that, innovate, and come up with an amazing idea from a good idea, or a better idea. Or, so there's, we're, we're gonna, as we go, improve the quality of our ideas, and then at the end of the session, we may take some of those ideas and say, we're not gonna pursue this, or we may take some and say, we do need to pursue that. And so, Ideally, in their brain writing, if you could generate between 20 to 100, 20, 25 to 150 ideas in your brain writing, that would be awesome. So take that time, write them down, and it's okay if some of these ideas are repetitive. There's going to be a really good chance that if we have 10 people, five of them are going to have some crossover with those ideas. And that tells us that there's a theme. So that's the other thing we're going to look for is if we have 12 ideas that involve everybody, buy, everybody buying the same radio or the county buying everybody a radio or what have you, 
then that means that that's something we're all thinking towards. And so that tells us that maybe that's really important and we need to take a closer look at that. So we're going to look for those themes as a part of all this. And then that'll help us um, have a sound base for our program. And then we're also going to release the ideas we record, high quality, low quality, crazy, not crazy. We're going to release those in a documentation package and kind of, for example, this podcast and our, our challenge question, our specific questions, so that when people come behind us, another group maybe in Illinois or California or somewhere else, they can use the work we did and the ideas we generated as their starting point. So that helps them develop their communications plan. So I hope this helps. If you have questions over the next week and a half, as you're doing your brain writing, please don't hesitate to contact me and innovate well. I, I think everybody, you don't have to be super creative the way we're doing it because you've got this structure. So use the challenge questions, specific questions, buckets, and, and kind of answer those questions and then we'll go from there. Creativity is something that some people have innately and some people have to develop it. A lot of people do both. You know, you have some innate creativity and you develop it. So don't feel like that you don't have a creative bone in your body. You can't help. Actually, you can because you have a perspective that the most creative person may lack. And the other thing I want to bring forward too is that one of the things we want to accomplish here is we want to develop empathy for the people that are in this scenario. And so the scenario is the community in an emergency, the CERT members, the local authorities. And so as you're thinking about this, it's not necessarily a technical thing. It could also be a, an empathy-driven thing. So, for example, you know, you're thinking, okay, so put yourself in the shoes of an elderly single person that doesn't have a lot of resources. How do we communicate with that person? So in this case, you're not worried about ham frequencies or you're not worried about specific radios. Instead, this person may never have a radio. It may be that maybe there's a cell phone. Maybe there's a knock at the door. You know, our communication plan doesn't have to be high tech. There could also be other ways of involving the community. And maybe there's some training and preparation ahead of time with the community. How do we accomplish that? And then also the, you know, the boots on the ground in an emergency, how do, we, how do we reach those people? Now, I think it's important, too, when we think about this empathy and this preparation, that the more preparation we can do before an emergency, the better off we are in an emergency. So that's another place I would encourage you to think and develop empathy is how do we prepare for that? How do we interface with the community? How do we find out that there's a need in the community for some assistance in an emergency? And that's going to require laying the groundwork ahead of time. How do we communicate with the, com with the broader community? The broader community being someone who's not on CERT team. And then how do we educate the broader community that we're available to help? So these are all questions that we need to answer that really have nothing to do with frequency, GMRS versus HAM versus whatever. These are questions that 
are are much more that empathy driven how do we help so don't hesitate to ask please don't hesitate to ask me questions as you go and i will see you at the first of the month and we'll have a great time looking at your wonderful ideas and expanding on those ideas this is monty rollin signing out